0: call in. I mean, people don't even care if they are blasted via going viral. It's no deterrent whatsoever in this day and age that a person can tell you to go back where you came from being children of immigrants themselves. I mean, how is that forgotten? How do you forget that you're a child of an immigrant and you're telling somebody to go home? And besides, ninety-nine. when you look at 99.9% of the black people that are here in America, we don't know where the fuck home is. Do you understand? They don't understand that because you're stolen and they ripped all your history, most of your history from you. You don't even know exactly where home would be if you were the richest person in the world and said, I wanted to go home. We're not all from the islands where we know grandmas from the islands. Some of us wouldn't know where the fuck home is. Some of us are, some of us are walking around. We're black and we're forty-two percent European. If you did our DNA, you know. So I, I, I think it's utterly ridiculous that these people are willing to actually say and do. But when you can do it from the White House, you can do it from anywhere. Is the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Amen. Yeah. Do you have any views on abortions? No, no, no. Go ahead. You was going to say something about race relations? You can?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, when you say that, it's really sad to someone to tell you when they say go back to Africa. Like, are you kidding me? Like, where? Like, I've never been there Um. I think I was in the Navy. I went on the coast of northern Africa somewhere. And, you know, like, yeah, go home, go where, you know, when your ancestors. um my matter of fact, you all immigrated here because the Indians were here first. So every European here is an immigrant, everyone, you know, in this country except the Native Americans, uh, you know, whatever is left of their descendants of that. It's just unbelievable. It's almost like, yeah, it's like, st- like you – you steal everything else, you stole history, so now you're empowered. This my land, this my country. Forget that. Uh you know what it almost seems like? Um not seems like it's the same how the Palestinians were already in Palestine and then in nineteen forty eight uh um the Jews repatriated to pa- uh, Palestine and now they're telling them, Get out of our land, <laughs> go somewhere. When it's your land originally? Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's crazy. But you know what? Those who conquer, they try to rewrite the history of what they conquered. Honesty has nothing to do with anything that's almost going on on the planet. That's the part that's thrown away. We can't even be honest about what we're doing. We just do. Yeah. And because I'm bigger and I'm stronger, you shut up, you sit down, and you take what I give you. You know? Yes. Now, I do want to talk about uh, abortions. Do you have any views on
1: abortions? Um, I think that, uh, you know, we all have choices. So I'm... Uh, of the mindset of, um, you know, it's a woman's choice to decide what she wants to do with her body. Since we're in a nation, and a, I should say not a nation, but we're all governed and responsible for our own actions. So, whatever you decide to do with your body, if you decide to drink yourself to oblivion, then you should have a choice to do to do that.
0: Me personally. I think that there should be no issue whatsoever, especially when it comes to incest and rape. To tell, I think right. it's cruel, cruel as a society to tell somebody who's been raped or maybe impregnated by granddad, a brother, or uncle
1: yes, that yes. she
0: is forced, that she is forced by law or shame to bear this child. I think yes, that's that, she should have I that. A right. Now, I do have something controversial to say about abortion. I do not believe, and I probably stand alone on this, I don't like the fact that the minute the man ejaculates, the choices are gone for him.
2: Gone. Oh, we
0: have no right. yeah, more yeah. choice. We understand it's her body, but we can't right. even be... Emancipated from the situation. There's no paperwork that we can sign, because suppose you love her, you do love her, and she's been promising you that she's been using—I uh, don't—I forget the name of that fucking uh, yamaka they put inside themselves right now, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, or that she's been using the pill, and she's not using it because she loves you so much, she wants to have your baby. But you don't want to be a parent. But you don't have any rights. A male has zero rights when it comes to that. And I don't, I mean, like I said, I wish that there was some way that you could at least, you know what? You want to have this child so bad. Can I be distant from it? Because there are some men on this planet who can literally distance themselves from the fact that they have children. Yeah. And they go about their lives. And it yeah. doesn't bother them one it because they never, either they didn't want it, they didn't, they never stuck around long enough to love the child, or they're just, you may be cruel and insensitive. I don't know. There's different stories for different things.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true because I was just uh, reading the other day a guy, I mean this um, other, you know, group of black fathers, he had stated to his wife, who's younger, she's 35, and he said that uh, she was young, you know, when they Hello? Hello?
0: Yes, I'm here.
1: Oh, okay. Um, he had said to her when they had got. he's 48 years old now, so they've been together for 10 years or so. But when they first got together, he had told her, I had a, I had a vasectomy. You know, he's straight up, he's honest, he had a vasectomy. She had three kids, and, she, and he doesn't have any. And he said, I, I, I raised, helped raise her children like they're my own children. But she, he says that she's at his wit's end right now. He says, I love her, but she wants to have children now. And, and says, I'm selfish because I don't want to have any. But he told her 10 years ago, I had a vasectomy. I don't want any, you know, i telling you, I don't want no kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but she's like trying to put the pressure on him to have children. I want a child by my husband. But he, he says, I'm good. You know, I'm raising her children like they're my own. I love them just like they're my own. I just don't want children.
0: Well, see, I I can relate. Uh, I met my wife, I was around a little before I was 30. And by then, I knew that I didn't want children. I never wanted children my entire life. It's not something I sat around and fantasized about being a father or granddad. I have a selfish streak to me that I'm honest enough to understand, embrace, and always enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So When me and my wife, before we got married and we got deep, I I told her, we sat down and I told her, under no circumstances do I ever want to have children. It's got nothing to do with you. If you're looking for children, I'm the wrong dude. Let's cut this shit before it gets there. Now, naturally, we get married and we go through the bullshit family crap. When are y'all going to have children? I mean, for like two or three years, that's all we heard, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know naturally her being a woman and they got that thing inside them that maternal thing kicks up so she says to me you know why won't we have kids I was like hold on let's rewind this fucking tape you remember that guy that's the same dude as me I don't want yeah. well, long story short 23 years later we have none see I have not I am not a children guy I have never babysitted a child, Bones. Do you know mm-hmm. I've only maybe held three children in my entire life? Held them. So I have never, I'm not a diaper changer. I am not that parental type dude. I don't, I have nephews and nieces. I have never watched any of them. Any of them. Have any of them ever spent a night with me? Never. Were any of them welcome to spend the night with me? Never. I don't want a child in my ward. I don't want a child in my kid. I just, I can't speak freely. I don't feel free around children. So they make me uncomfortable. I don't put myself in positions that make me uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. Do I, did I dig them once they could shit on their own, eat on their own and could talk English? Yeah, I'm fine with it. my nephews and nieces. They're like normal, you know, nephew and niece and uncle relationship. But now, when they were little, I was they they were way worthless to me. You sitting there with your little fat legs, your little fat hands, and your fat feet. You can't talk. You smiling at me and shitting on yourself at the same time. Ah, that's not cute to me. You know what I mean? That I, I have no use for that. But that's just me. And, Mm -hmm. But I'm honest. My my mother and father told me that I don't have to settle for shit. I never, you know, I've never dated a woman who had a child, ever. And I dated a lot of women. I slept with a lot of women. I never slept with anybody who was a mother. You know, my wife hates to hear this. I slept with over 200 women, and none of them were mothers. Because I refused to be involved with even... The idea that this child's gonna look at me and say, Hey, you're gonna take him with you? What am I taking that kid with me for? With that kid. So because I couldn't be a good stepfather, why would I even bother with a woman who had a child? One thing one thing you're gonna get out of me, out of doc, it might not be popular, but it's gonna be honest. Because I don't care. I don't care how I'm perceived. People have never taken care of me. People never pay my bills. People don't uh watch my back. I got me. So I don't have to answer to other people's bullshit about how I'm supposed to conduct myself. Yeah. You know. Now I do want to talk about I'm, I'm this is my isms and schisms show. So it's it's a lot about social things that are going on socially. And My next topic is poverty. Do I understand that poverty is a part of a systematic cycle? Yes. Do I believe that you could pull yourself out of your bootstraps and go from the worst of situations in this world to good situations? Yes, I've seen it done over and over and over again. With no support, No kind of uh, financial backing. I paid to go to college out of my own pocket by working. Never even took a student loan. Never even took a student loan. Just worked hard. Made sacrifices. You know what? While I'm in college, I'm not even hardcore dating. My focus is on getting this fucking degree and that's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, do I? I now. When I talk about poverty, I can't talk about world poverty and compare it to American poverty. World right. poverty, some of that shit is so stranglehold that yes, I don't know yes. how you get out of it. That's,
1: But see, right. that's not
0: our reality. Bonus, right. That's not our reality. No, it's not. Coming from the project poverty is not coming from some little village in Africa or capitalism. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a totally different kind of poverty. So, but I I believe that you can rise above poverty. It takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of determination.
1: Yes. You know,
0: I tell people all the time, I have a, I have a rule, a 10 time rule. You don't buy anything that you don't have 10 times the money in the bank for anything. I mean, that excludes two things, basically, a house and a car. Right, right. I know I know guys who walk around, and I'm not joking, and we were talking about this the other day. See, I don't even know if you do this. Do you go to any of those old timers like, or block reunions like 304 or 324, 309
1: reunions? Yeah, uh-huh.
0: Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Just cut me off and correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me you don't see guys running around there they got their brand new Jordans the Gucci seven hundred dollar belts on and, and some of those guys those belts are six seven hundred dollars yeah ten times some of them don't have seven thousand in the bank so I'm saying nope. if, you got, if you got a seven hundred dollar belt on you should at least have seven thousand dollars in your bank account
2: Good morning, yeah, good morning, Doc. Good morning, Doc.
0: Hey, hey. Good morning.
2: Is this Kyle? No, yeah, that's Chuck.
0: Hey, Chuck, what's going on, brother?
2: What's going on? I you know I had to call you this morning while I was up. I wanted to talk about this uh Westbrook and Harden trade.
0: Okay. Well I I did speak about that earlier. Um, oh.
2: okay. I, uh, uh, the, let me the, finish
0: uh, Let me just finish what 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 I'm on right now about this um especially since uh, I've never been to one of these uh reunions. It's not my thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I wouldn't go to 44 reunion or three twenty four. First of all, I didn't go to three twenty four. I went right. to thirty five and two sixty two. I wouldn't even right. go to boys high reunion. But right. because I I never was that dude that was like um a lot of people know my face, but they can't even put a name to my face. They'll call me my brother's brother, which to me is the biggest <laughs> fucking thing I do.
2: You <laughs> older brother, right?
0: You know, you know if I don't realize that I'm the older one?
2: Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't know that you
1: you're the older brother. You're old. Yeah, yeah.
0: Brother. So that's how I'm identified because I didn't mm-hmm. spend a lot of time growing up talking. I wasn't a mm-hmm. huge talker, so I was a quiet kid who kept to himself, and I wasn't mm-hmm. involved with the block politics. So, you know, and mm-hmm. if you know my brother, you know he loved politicking,
2: But yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But they do know. People know who you are. That's yeah, guaranteed, but, but they know who you are. But yeah, but I, a I'm of old timers. The young, the younger generation. I mean. From um people, that, see, I, I'll be fifty next month. The people that's under me, like twenty and thirty years old, would know who you are. People thirty and better know who oh, you know know who uh Quan is, Quan as we say, but Randolph. You know what I mean, Rand. They know who you are. I always yeah, remember man. seeing you. I always remember seeing you working at the bank or Wall Street. Always had a suit and tie on, and suspenders or something like that. Yeah,
1: I said, who is this cat?
2: I was dressed like this all the time, man. Come and do a cologne, a briefcase. I said, who is this cat? And I was like, yo, that's my brother, Chuck. That's my older brother. I said, I didn't even know you had an older brother.
0: See, and and, and I'm sure a lot of people would say the same thing. Matter of fact, yesterday, Chuck, I was looking up um, Soul in the Hole on uh, YouTube. Right, the old movie. I have never seen the whole documentary, but I seen some faces, right. and I definitely know Like Half Man,
2: Kenny mm-hmm. King,
0: Nate right. was in was yeah. in the preview, and yeah. then Boogie or uh, Booger.
2: Uh huh. I gotta see. Is yeah. it worth
0: actually watching that documentary?
2: If being that we're from Brooklyn, yeah, it's worth. It's worth because Kenny King did a lot for real. Uh, I'm gonna try to get him to come talk on, come on the show and talk. They, think Kings did a lot for the Brooklyn. He had all the best Brooklyn players in, in, in Brooklyn on his team. He had two teams, actually. He had Bobby Cunningham. He had Charles Jones. He had Charles Jones at one time led the nation in scoring, the NCAA. Then he went to the Clippers. Then he went to the Bulls. Um, Half-man, half he had he amazing had, He had some players. Booker had his chance. He had some players. Sheldon Jefferson. He had Bud. He had a couple of good players, he had good players. He had all the good players. Yeah, so I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna throw that on my to-do list. Uh mm. I'll
2: get that
0: I'll get that documentary today. So mm. since you wanted to talk about it and you probably won't even be here long, we'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. What do mm-hmm. you think about Russell Westbrook joining Paul George in uh Houston?
2: No, you mean um, uh, Westbrook, Jordan Harden, and Houston.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Harding. Paul
2: George is with uh, the Well, God. well that's, like, that's like me playing against playing with somebody that I grew up with. And we went to the NBA, and we split up, and we said, you know what, let's play together. It can only work. I don't think it's going to work because of the style that Tony coaches. He plays no defense. It can only work. Because both of them guys are ball dominant if they make sacrifices. If they don't make the sacrifices, it's not going to work. But I know one thing, Westbrook is better than Chris Paul is. He's a better rebounder. He's a better shooter. No, not a better shooter. But a re- better rebounder, a better passer. Chris Paul and James Harden, they go to show you, to tell you that they had problems, but they try to, you know, downgrade it. The two didn't get along. And I'm not a fan of ISO ball. And ISO ball is James game the game, and I don't think that's going to work.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chris Paul is a part of the LeBron clique, and it mm-hmm. doesn't actually translate to the younger NBA guys. And I'm going to say the younger guys start at, like, Russell, Harding, uh, Paul George, Kawhi. They're not a part of that clique. Right. And me, personally, because I respect, I said this earlier, I'm saying say it again, I respect Chris Paul's gangster on the court. The man's a mm-hmm. whole team, I can't take that. I don't like
2: anything
0: about Chris Paul. I wish they could have traded his ass to Russia. and
2: yeah. You know what, And hes they said he's a bad teammate. Nobody really likes him except for LeBron and, and Melo and and Dwayne Wade, everybody yeah, else cool. don't like him. Okay. Yeah. And again, I'm almost ninety nine percent sure, if the money in some kind of way, pushed Paul winds up on the Lakers, well, because of LeBron.
0: Wh- where the hell are they going to get for? They don't have forty four million dollars, man.
1: They're gonna them. They're, they're, they're gonna. It was, it was saying that on? um, OKC. They were saying that OKC is probably, they're going to waive him. Oh, mm-hmm. see, which now. Means that, which means that yeah. LA will probably just have to find him at a veteran's minimum then, if they waive that contract.
0: Bones, why you had to fuck my whole day up?
1: <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. see yeah. now that means Chris Paul gets what he wants.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't want Chris yeah. Paul
2: to get what he wants. But you know what's good about Chris Paul? You, but you know what's good about Chris Paul? You look at his career, any center that played with Chris Paul flourished. He beat Tyson Chandler, and then something got him paid. Remember, he was playing with Anthony Davis. He played with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan played good, great.
0: Yes, he did. So,
2: so he, I mean, any center, that's what he does. He, I mean, he throws it and lobs it up to them. And... um. Can you imagine Chris Paul running a point with A.D. and DeMarcus Cousins? And he lost DeMarcus Cousins lost a lot of weight, so LeBron got an effect on him or something because he lost a lot of weight. And he looked like he's back to the – but we only can tell what happens when the season starts.
0: Now, here's the – No, go ahead.
2: mm -hmm. You know, I'm finished.
0: Here's the other part. So they're going to have the whole band because – now, this move I, I would agree with. Mm -hmm. Carmelo Anthony for the veterans minimum to just stand on the wing and shoot that makes sense Mm -hmm. to me especially since they have to fill up roster spots and I'm not a fan of Carmelo but I see Carmelo could fit well for the veterans you know minimum to play with that team but then it's just it just becomes a joke Uh, if they could I don't know why Mm -hmm. OKC would trade Russell Westbrook just for draft picks down the line and get nobody on the court this year, why would they basically give Houston a freebie? Well, not just giving Houston a freebie. They're giving Houston a freebie and they're giving the Lakers a freebie. I got to read this article, man, because it doesn't make... it. I understand it, but it really doesn't make smart sense to me. Right. Because... Houston's have come up. Think about it. LeBron would really not have to play the point all year. He
2: uh-huh. can,
0: when he plays the point, Paul could take a rest because Paul says he he don't want to run the point. It's wearing him down. So they could basically give each other a break. Then the Lakers become dangerous. Not that they aren't already, but Chris Paul, shit. Now I just had Chris Paul going. To Siberia, now he it up in the finals.
1: Right, right. Well, there's just that one caveat is that, you know, the Lakers re-signed Rondo, and they still say that that's the only thing is that them two hate each other. They don't get along. Let's LeBron have to mend that relationship with Paul and Rondo, or Rondo got to go. But they just signed Rondo, though.
0: Uh, you know what? This is the Lakers. They I put it this way: they'll do some kind of crappy stuff where they get Rondo and OKC. Well, they wouldn't even have to do that. They could just cut him. Yeah. You know what? So what? What do they pay him, Rondo? Twenty million for two years?
2: Nah, nah, No, nah, I don't think so. I think it's less. think you
0: so. Know? So, you know, you could you could basically cut the man. It's no big deal. As long as LeBron gets – I think LeBron has always dreamed of playing with Melo and uh, CP3. And he has his – this is his last opportunity to do it.
2: Right.
0: Last chance opportunity. But I I think Russell is going to have a – Russell's going to be Russell. He He's going to put on – Yeah,
1: yeah one of those contractors – Rondo's contract is one year, nine million dollars.
0: Okay, you can swallow that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or yeah, so you know even... what? You tell Rondo, you sit Rondo's ass down and say, if you want to be here, you and Paul will find a way because you know Paul's coming over to be the starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you... but Rondo, Rondo
2: also don't get Rondo also don't get along with Boogie Cousins either.
0: But, see, Rondo was like, um, Rondo I mean, is like Rondo, Paul uh, and Butler. Those don't seem like the three friendliest guys. Butler, Paul, and Rondo. You know? But you either make it work or you get out of town. You know, where, where else is he going to really go? There's not a lot of places. You, it could be worse. This is the way I look at it. I'm in the NBA. It could always be worse. You could end up in Memphis.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Nobody yeah. wants to be in Memphis, man.
2: Nobody. I just will just throw away the damn, the damn expansion team. No. they paid Connolly. They gave him one hundred and seventy-six million dollars. He had a big contract, and they just traded him. And they got rid of fucking Marcus. I mean, like wow.
0: But you want to know something, guys? I look forward to the 2019-2020 season more than I have any season in about 10 years because at least they're like seven ball teams. They're like seven real basketball teams out there. Before it was like four teams, maybe.
2: You know what I'm loving about that, too? I'm Golden State ain't one of them. Golden State ain't going to do shit. They're, they're lucky if they make the playoffs.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. that Well, that's true. They, listen, they are beaten. If I'm Golden State, middle of the season, I guess I just pay Draymond whatever he wants because you can't afford to lose him. If you lose him, then the team is just going to be bad for a couple of years.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, everybody was on this Golden State Warriors thing. You know I, I didn't like them, Too tough. Everybody on the Golden State Warriors things for years. I liked them when spreewell Monte Ellis, Stephen Jackson, I mean, them boys was on that team, Baron Davis. They had a team back then when they beat the number one seed. They lost. A lot of people can't remember that, and Don Nelson was the coach. Don Nelson running the same kind of offense that Antonio ran. Shoot, 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 and don't pass. I mean, shoot, 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 no defense.
1: That's the kind of offense
2: he ran. But see, people don't remember that team and they worried about now go to state messed up the NBA because everybody, you got seven footers want to shoot three points.
0: Your matter of time? Time? Chuck, if you are six foot 10 and below and you can't shoot a, a three point,
1: Man, you I'm almost,
0: you almost a waste in the league.
1: Well,
0: well, no. think about it. The good centers can shoot three points like Embiid and, um, Boogie doesn't have a bad three point shot. Ad can shoot it.
2: Marcus Allen.
0: Yeah, I mean, shit, Marcus Allen's like seven hundred and two years old. He but, looked like he moved like molasses. And that big white boy for Denver, Djokovic or whatever his name is, he's got a beautiful right. shot. Matter right. Matter of fact, Denver's gonna is on to come up. Utah's gonna yeah. be good. You know who suffers this year and it hurts my heart? Kawhi. The goddamn Golden State Warriors fucked my Spurs up, man. When we lost yeah. Kawhi, that injury, yeah. we—I don't know how long it's going to take for the Spurs to recover. This might be the first year that we don't make the playoffs.
1: Yo,
2: listen, I had the Spurs being the Golden State Warriors in that in that um, playoff series, and that dirty player did that to Kawhi. That ja, not
0: job, but truly. I'll never forget him. I'll never forgive him.
2: He was a dirty <laughs> player. A dirty and I think, but the San Antonio Spurs had a player that did that a lot, too. When Jump jumped through the shot, the ball, he got up on the mural you know, that is. The, uh, mm-hmm.
0: Now, so I will say this. Spurs have zero money. Zero money this year, so they couldn't sign anybody. Nobody really wants to go to San Antonio. Uh, nobody wants to play with LaMarcus. Nobody wants to with LaMarcus. The thing and, me is, LaMarcus the state in Portland.
2: If he stayed in Portland, that would have been a missing piece right
0: there. Yeah, him, He's CJ, and, uh, and uh, Dame Lillard.
2: But, um, that backcourt is the most dangerous backcourt I ever seen.
0: I love CJ. I wish he, I wish he could become a Spur next year. In a heartbeat, I want him. Dame is more electric. CJ is steady. You know what? CJ is steady like Clay is steady. Clay is just steady. Now Clay, Clay Thompson, is not your classic basketball player because he's a basketball player who's not a giant but got no handle (laughs) he's got zero handle Mm
1: -hmm.
0: have you ever seen clay thompson shake anybody nope because he doesn't but if you give him an inch he will shoot your lights out yeah don't forget this is a man who dropped what 30 something in a quarter in a quarter, so you know, I, I just hope he comes back from injury well, that he recovers. I, I don't wish him. Uh, I don't. I don't have any hate for Clay. I don't have any hate for Draymond. And I have no hate for uh, Steph. Those guys were good for the NBA.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Think about it. The next generation needs people to give them interest. Everybody's not going to be interested in what LeBron is doing, so the younger yeah. kids need somebody to like look up to, mm-hmm. you know. Shit, the NFL. Everybody's not going to be a Brady fan. They need a young quarterback like Patrick Mahomes to look up to. So, correct, correct. Yeah. But correct. this season correct. should be something. Should be something. Should be exciting.
2: Yeah. Oh, this NBA season is going to be. It's going to be great. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to be on the podcast every <laughs> every Sunday. We're going to be talking about games. But I, I'm at work, so I just wanted to call in and replace with you got. Have a good okay, day,
1: brother.
0: Man, I appreciate Come you on. calling.
2: Definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: Well, you have a great peace day, my friend. All yes, right. Have a good time.
2: Day. All right. Thanks. Speak to y'all soon.
0: Okay. Peace.
2: Okay, we just talked
0: basketball. Let's get back to some more insanity.
1: I I, I, I saw your um, thing with um, Serena and Billie Jean King. What nerve of her to, say, focus on tennis and whatnot. I mean, it's a different era today. You know what I mean? It's just like what they say, you can't chew gum and walk at the same time. I mean, like, if you're not tuned in, focused on your craft at this point in time, then what's, what's the point, you know? It's funny also, too, well, they say it to men, too, more so black athletes out flying, you know. I don't ever hear nobody saying that too much about white athletes, about uh, focus on your craft, do this, do that, you know. Like, this is what you call it. It's life here. Things go on, you know. You have to, especially today, they have so much opportunity where they can do other things, build a brand, do a clothing line, You know, uh, this to me, not focused is if you have a match the night before and you get drunk and bombed and wasted and you're trying to perform the next day, then you have a problem.
0: I like that analogy. I like that analogy a lot. Now, I'm going to say something. I just want to piggyback off what you just said there, Bones. Um, (laughs) Billie Jean King was not the right one. This was a social, active lady of the yes. 60s and 70s. She yes. had the feminist movement behind her. Then she had the gay and lesbian community. She, so I'm in total shock for her to do this sh- shut up and play ball. I don't, expect it. this is not a person I expected this to come from. It almost is anti what she did, like, Okay, this one is a little off-key, but it, it fits in. Okay, so we have ASP Rocky. He's over in Sweden in jail. He's been over in jail for about a week or so, which I think is bullshit because he was defending himself. I've watched the video several times.
1: Yes, uh-huh.
0: But this was a man who stayed away from anything socially conscious. I mean, stayed right. away If you ask him about anything to do with anything going on, I'm fine. So now, hopefully, his eyes awaken and the scales are off of them, And he could, when he comes home eventually, that he will now understand you're still a black man in this world, Rocky, and open your mouth. Right. Do what Meek Mill did. You don't have to be in the forefront, but when somebody asks you a simple question about what is going on in society, have a better yeah. answer. Have right, a better right. answer for it because right. you are a part of it too. They look at you as a part of the problem. You're not the solution,
1: but you exactly. can be
0: part of the solution. You know? Right. Now, you had touched on something a little bit earlier about if a person wanted to drink themselves to death, that's on them. They're grown-up. They could do it. And you know what? I was thinking about, like, drug use and other than the fact that drug use eventually is going to fill up the penitentiaries and the jails because you're gonna most people who use drugs can't afford to use drugs let's be honest yeah. it's not the problem's not drugs it's the fact that they can't afford the drugs it makes it right. a problem because would we care if a dude sat in his house all day nodding out on heroin as long as he wasn't robbing nobody no we right wouldn't. right it's
1: right. the robbery we care about. Right. So I
0: I don't come down on the addict. I come down on what the addict has to do to maintain the habit. Most people, yeah. can, I, I tell people all the time, when I smoke cigarettes, I tell them, hey, but dude, can I buy my smoke from you? I said, you don't smoke because if you smoked, you have your own. You yeah, smoke yeah.
1: When free. Right.
0: So if you smoke when they free, that means you're just an opportunist. You yeah. can't afford this habit. Leave it alone. Right. Right. You know? That's now true. Let, me, let me ask you something about this. And I guess we could put like two of them, a bunch of them together. Suicide, depression, and loneliness. I know that I know that all three of them are kind of clinical especially mm-hmm. depressing I right. think to a certain degree loneliness is a choice because loneliness is a state of being it's not a thing it's a state of being in your brain because you could be the loneliest person in a mix of a million people I mean, say a guy hangs out with a big crew of guys. and you yeah. like where you come from, sometime the corner can get filled, and it could be 15, 20 guys out there, or 15, 20 yeah. guys yeah. out there. Yeah. One of those people could feel totally alone, even though they're around 15 people on a nightly basis. Right. Yeah. I never, I've never had the pleasure or the displeasure of actually feeling loneliness. So I don't really relate to loneliness because I spent a lot of time alone and I actually like it. So it's not something that I could actually put my finger on and say, well, that's the difference between being alone and being lonely. I've never felt lonely because right. I always find something to distract me. And that's why I'm by myself, because I want to do something right. that distracts me and I can't right. have while I'm doing it. Yes, but absolutely. I'm totally against uh, suicide, and there's nothing that you could do about it, per yeah. se, but I really am against suicide that put other people in jeopardy. Say a guy is suicidal. He's on the highway, I-95, i eighty five. He decides that this is the moment in time, or the young lady decides, this is the moment in time I'm going to kill myself. So I'm going to press my accelerator to 110 and cross over into the other lane of traffic that's coming in the opposite direction. If you are pushed so far where you feel that you must leave this earth and you got to leave this earth now, don't put anybody else in jeopardy. Don't turn on the gas when there's a house full of people. Right. Don't jump off a building where you could fall on pedestrians. Don't yes, kill,
1: absolutely. Else
0: to kill yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go in your own bathroom or go in your car and, and, and do you. You don't have to go into the school, your former place of employment, your current place of employment. Do you, right then and there, by yourself.
0: Yeah, and actually, I'm going to say, give the police a break. Don't make them your executioner either. Because that's a human being that's going to have to. Maybe that person wanted to do his 20, 30 years and never kill nobody, never draw his weapon. And now you're putting that person in a position where they have to choose between themselves and you, and it's wrong. It's wrong. You know, it's really wrong.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a coward's move.
0: Yeah. Now here's one that I have to I have to ask a married man, and it's a perfect topic. Do you have male female gender? And don't answer if. You could let me answer first if you feel as sensitive. But do you have male female gender roles in your relationship?
1: Yes. Okay. Um you know all of the like I say my wife can't do it though, but if she says something has to be done like manual labor, I'm doing the manual labor. You know, um I'm going to do that, you know, manual labor, you know, and then it's almost like the things that there's some things that she's better at than I am, even when it comes to the manual part, because I'm mechanically inclined, you know, she can look at stuff and put it together, you know, so I defer because for me it'll take me all day and a couple of days later to put stuff up and I'll still come up with maybe with some screws that I don't know where the heck they go at. Okay, that's uh, very manly of you to admit that. Yeah, <laughs> but then there's, you know, some other things like she's the better cook. I will cook, you know, because there's so many kids in the house and I, I have more time because I'm home now, you know, but she is the better cook, though, but to um take a, um lend a hand and take a load off, you know, because she worked all day or whatever, you know, I'll cook, you know, I'll do some things that's like uncharacteristic, you know, like uncharacteristic, but normally typically the woman will do. You know, like I'll do the homework because I'm better at that. You know, a little more, I have more patience. You know, with helping the kids doing their homework and things like that. And now, shopping, I hate shopping for food. She can go shopping for food all day long, and I'll pick up a couple of things, but I don't like to just go full blown out shopping.
0: Me personally, I have to. Let me see. This is 9:55 a.m. So I'm about an hour into the show. I must have my wife listen to this section because she has a real bug up her ass with me and markets. When we lived in New York, York, I used to make the list because we always did it by list. This way you don't bring home shit you already got. You don't miss stuff that you... I used to go by myself 90% of the time. Since we're here, she goes with me. My wife could look at every fucking item like she's never seen it before in her life. <laughs> I hate it. She tells me I'm I miserable.
1: Know. See, uh-huh.
0: but I'm needing somebody else to confirm, co-sign my bullshit. She says that I look miserable from the time I walk in to the time i I am, It's
1: not fun.
0: Yeah, because it's like you're going
1: shoe shopping.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not... My wife... We can be on aisle two... And she'll just realize she needs something on aisle twenty-two. Now we got to go back to aisle. And I'll be like, "You got a <laughs> list. got a list? I want to hit and run." And she's like, Why yes, yeah, "You right. want to get out so fast." I was like, "Cause it's not fun." <laughs> right, right. It's not fun. Now I will say we definitely have male female roles, and yes, it's not
1: yes.
0: cool. It's not because of right. some stereotypical bullshit or because right. you know, I'm forced. But my wife don't touch garbage. Right. My wife right, right. not touch garbage. Would I right. like her to touch garbage? Yeah. But shit, I do all the garbage.
1: And right, I always right.
0: do all the garbage. Now, when we lived in New York, we didn't have a washer or dryer. So right. I used to get up super early in the morning. And I'm not, I'm not one of those men that could feel comfortable laying in bed while my woman is at the laundromat at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, right. it's dark. Right. So I right. need the laundry. And now that we have a washer and dryer, we just continue. It worked for us then, it works for us now. Right. So I, I've always done the clothes and see, having a woman from the islands, the beautiful thing about it is you don't have underwear in the laundry. They don't, they take care of their own underwear. So there's no mm-hmm. bras and panties to pop out. So I don't have to wash those. So I never had a right. problem. You know.
1: Right.
0: Now, I would say that we're on a unfair, because she's retired and we're home. We're on an unfair 80-20 cooking regiment right now. Yeah. Her 80-20. But I mm-hmm. do cook. Matter of fact, I almost made every meal we ate last week. But, but uh-huh. she does. 80 percent of the cooking, like anything to do with the car, that shit's on me. Right, right. I'm the electronic one. But when we do fix something, she will read the instructions because she says I always put shit together backwards.
2: I'm <laughs> not that, I'm
0: a handy guy. I will admit. Right. I'm not yeah. The-
1: okay. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm Mister YouTube, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah. And 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 we. Because this is the biggest place we've ever lived in. We've never had multiple bathrooms and multiple bedrooms. Yeah. I took a bedroom that actually I do this from. So I have to, because she never really goes in there. I have my own bathroom. I clean it. She cleans her own bathroom. Even go Matter of fact, I think I got to the point now where I have to always have two bathrooms. My wife doesn't even want me to piss in her bathroom.
1: Right, <laughs> I'm banned
0: from her bathroom even though that's the master bedroom bathroom. I'm, yeah, yeah. i I go in there like once every three months. Uh huh. You know, that's her sanctuary. So, but we we definitely
1: and it have, works. And, look, and and the beauty of it, it works for you.
0: Oh, it works! It works perfect. Like the yeah. living room, the living room is where I clean. The kitchen is where she cleans. We have, like, our own kingdoms within the kingdom.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> you
0: know, I found that a long time ago. My wife is better at maintaining our books, paying our bills. I never have to worry about that. She does all of that. All of it. Right. I don't pay. Right. The only, I pay a couple of bills. They're all my own credit cards. That's it. Other than right. that, like, house, even when we were paying a car note, she took care of it. And one thing that I found out Bones, in the 20 plus years that we've been married, I've never got a late notice and I've never paid a bill late. And so that works perfect. Can't work no better than that. So I have no complaints. But I just think that there's a problem when you have forced or stereotypical male, female relationship, uh, gender roles that might right. not even the couple. It's got to fit the couple to begin with. It can't be because my father told me, you know, right? Uh, you know, your father could have been dead wrong. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Now, all the meats, the caveman meats, those are on me. The delicate mm-hmm. meats, like when it comes to stuff like ribs and uh, turkey wings and steaks and chops, that shit all seems to fall in my lap. I'm not uh-huh. going to tell she you says, you're the marinator. You are great at marinating. Mm-hmm. But she'll still cook the same meat I marinate. So that's even a split thing. Yeah. You marinate, leave it, I'll cook it.
1: Get out the kitchen. Look, Look uh, does she steal the cover?
0: Oh, uh, I don't see. That's a male-female thing I don't understand. Why do I still have a cover on my bed in July? But I do see i learned a long time ago men don't change sheets i in all these years i've never changed sheets you change seats it almost like you another lady's been in the house so you don't change sheets you let her do that the betting's on the woman
1: that one yeah that
0: that one i will say i'm prototypical or stereotypical the beddings on the woman
1: right yeah absolutely
0: and if she likes a certain shade of curtains, I ain't fighting you on those either.
1: Right, right, right. Because you
0: know, she will let you know it's her house. Right. And that's, that's, that's bad arguments for no reason.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I don't believe in bad arguments. I like them to be quick, fast, and over as soon as possible. But I don't like a punk. I don't like a punk woman. I like a woman that speaks her mind. Yeah. You know. You can't be together as long as I've been with this woman and I have some doozies.
1: But oh right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'll, we,
1: we're 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 crazy.
0: Our doozies last um could last for ten minutes. My wife says yeah, I always act like stuff never happened. Ten minutes later I wanna talk like it's normal. She might be still heated. <laughs> but it's But because it's never anything big. It's never like, baby, I cheated. Or, baby, we don't have the money. See, those are things that, you know, I understand. Those are serious subjects.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't don't have those subjects. Ours could be just, you're getting on my nerves today. You know what I
1: mean? Or,
0: you know, last night, you tossed and turned so much, I couldn't sleep. Now I'm mad at you because I couldn't sleep.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, minor things, minor things.
1: Oh yeah, I used to drive my wife crazy because you know, like I was, she get up at three o'clock in the morning to get up to go to work, and here I oh. come in yeah, I come into bed at look two o'clock in the morning or whatever time earlier than that, and start calling the. The cows, the hogs, everything snoring. And she, one time I woke up like at twelve, and look, she's looking at me like, "You know I'm gonna go to work at three, and you snoring like you crazy." <laughs> so I would go to another room until she. I would wait until she would go. This is when I had first retired, so I was just like pacing the floor, couldn't get my sleep right. I would just wait till she go to bed, go to work, and then then go to bed. But now I'm sleeping with this mask. The sleep apnea thing, so now everything's all good. She wake me up. Hey, 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 get your mask, get your mask, baby, get your mask, get your mask. Um,
0: do you find it helps you?
1: Oh, yes.
0: See, oh, yes. My doctor wanted me to go take a sleep study, and I kind of yes. refused. See, but here's the deal I had a procedure done, and I don't snore as much. I know that okay. when I snore a lot. It's because something's going on with my ticker okay because that means i'm maintaining water in my body but Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i have been good since november as far as snoring now there was a time where my wife i knew that she was i put her through hell i know that she probably was spending most of the nights on her elbow just looking at me is this dude gonna make it through the night you know but yeah you doctor i mean because 2018 I don't even know how I made it through 2018, man. I had four hospitalizations. It was, each one was worse than the last one. It was really rough on me. It was worse on her. Because when somebody loves you, they don't want to see you suffer. But, you know, hopefully got together what they needed to get together. And it seems like to a degree they have. So at least I maintain, you know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I slept with the mask because um, I was noticing that when I was sleeping I would jump up gasping for air, you know. And then it happened at night, it happened during the day, and then I was going to the bathroom all night. I just was getting up, going to the bathroom like, I'm not drinking anything like that prior to going to bed, you know. So then I remember what a friend of mine had told me. She said that what happens is is that you stop breathing and you're getting up, going to the bathroom, thinking that you have to use the bathroom, but that's not it. You stop breathing, so your brain is sending a signal, it woke you up, and you thinking you have to go to the bathroom. So then that's when I went and had the sleep study done, and the guy he told me, you know, you're sleeping, your, your heart is. He said everybody heart stops while you know at some point while you're you're sleeping. He said, boy yours that the rate you're stopping is it's 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 over the limit of of how many you know times it's just not you know stop during it, the night
0: so. yeah see so you're the first person i actually talked to who's not in the medical profession that's trying to get me to buy something because i did have the guy tell me oh i would love for you to come in and do the sleep study but you know what my wife kind of me and lately i have never heard her even tell me that she heard me snore at all
1: yeah
0: oh so, i mean because my wife has taken for the last 20 year poor thing she wears earplugs because i snored so bad for uh-huh, years uh-huh. so now i think she wears them just because of force of habit not yeah. because i'm snoring
1: because like i said right. she
0: hasn't mentioned me snoring
1: right well, you know, anything prevention, you know, it can't hurt to have the study. At least if you have, if you do decide to have it, and then you can say to him, well, what do I need to do to reduce my snoring? You know, which is more than likely you got to lose weight. You know,
0: yeah, I. Uh, that's one thing that I've been on top of for the last year or so. I usually I fluctuate about two pounds up and two pounds down, and I stay. Day even I watch what I eat, and I'm I am a strictly water guy. I don't drink any i I don't drink alcohol, not because I was ever an alcoholic. I just don't drink alcohol because I don't want to I don't want to be not in control of my facilities anymore. I had a right. lot of drinks when I was young. Now right. I mean years since I drink. All this booze in the house, and I don't drink. I don't drink. it. I haven't had a sip of alcohol in years, and I don't miss it because, first of all, I always thought the alcohol was social. I always thought it was sad to just sit at home and drink booze all night by yourself, like yeah, yeah. Drunk. But you know what? I make it through the Christmases, the birthdays, the anniversaries without drinking, and it's no big deal. I don't even think about it. And I don't drink juice and or drink soda. I drink water, what? and I'm and- a lot of water per day a lot i keep uh two 24 ounce uh bottles or they call them the bullets these silver cold water things and i drink uh-huh. about seven, eight of those a day which is more than enough so i'm constantly flushing myself and um uh, believe it or not sometimes you when you think you're hungry you're just thirsty
1: right right i've heard that
0: you know, hey, Bones, man, I appreciate you calling in. You got any big plans for the day?
1: Oh, no, um, I will be um, when I I'm actually doing a little uh, job here on call. But uh, when I if I get home in time, I'll be cleaning this pool out.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't even know you had a pool.
1: Yes, I have a pool and um it's like a fish tank to me because you always have to put something in to keep the water right. If you don't, the water turns green. Mm.
0: Now, this is not your first cleaning of the uh, season, is it?
1: No, no. But it's funny. You know, how, you know where we grew up at? No one didn't know anybody who owned a pool. So all of this is still new. And I'm thinking like when they open and close the pool, which is basically put in the cover on the pool and throwing some chemicals in there for the start of the season and the end of the season, I was under the impression that the pool guy was cleaning the filter. But the pool guy doesn't clean the filter. He just opens and closes. That's it. I actually also, too, was never home when they opened and cleaned it. So these past three years, I'm thinking they're cleaning the filter. Nope, they're not. So Mm. I got a friend of mine, he comes over and he looks at it and Telling me some things, and he says it's your filter. And I said, well, you know, I tried to take it off. I went on YouTube, and I said I couldn't get it off. And he says, well, you do everything what they say, exactly to the letter. Let the air out, you know, which is important because it's it's pressurized with air. Because if you don't let the air out, the the um the canister, which looks like a like a um looks like a little rocket ship, it will it will explode, you know. So yes, probably
0: all of that. that's the thing I have in my fridge.
1: I have yes, to change all the that. fridge. And then it says, um, you know, once you take it off, you let the air out, you got everything off, you just hit it. And I said, really? I did it the next morning. Sure enough, boop, it came off. So when I pulled the filter out, the filter was just as dirty and dark and murky and brown, And and but you get your pressure washer, and the stuff comes right off and um clean it and you backwash it and the, the the pool and then you put the filter back together and throw some chemicals in the skimmer which goes leads back to the filter and oh and this other thing called shock, which is a chlorine into the pool and a couple other chemicals and then let it run and your pool will be blue the next
0: morning. And the kids and the wife and daddy of the house can go out and enjoy it when it's 94 degrees.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cause, and, and some people say, I, my pool, the three years that we've had it, we've got our money's worth because my son is a fish. He knocks on the – he's in your face, 7 o'clock in the morning. Can I get in the pool? And you're like, huh? 7 o'clock, you know? And they all get in the pool and they stay out there like – and and that's really a joy, too, because, again, those are things that we never had when we were growing up, you know, like that, that progression in life, you know, the things that you can provide for your own, you know, your children. And it's a joy because now they have memories, you know, when they are, um, have their wives and husbands and children, they can reflect back of what to provide for their children and how, they, how to live life.
0: Yeah, and when they buy their houses... They're going to request a pool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any non-black people
0: listening, black people do swim, you know. Black yes. people do swim. It's a bad, It's a horrible stereotype. We're not. Yeah. Uh, we're not uh, English bulldogs. We don't have any special gene that does not allow us to float. So we right. enjoy and, pools um, and yeah. too.
1: And they love the pool. And they, like I said, they, it's six kids. Seven kids is sometimes, you know, in the household, they all know how to swim. Everybody know how to swim. And, you know, and my wife knows how to swim. Look, the only person who has to learn how to swim is me.
0: And <laughs> you oh, in the Navy.
1: And in the Navy. But I told them I know how to float, dog on it. <laughs> but everybody got a pool. I mean, everybody knows how to swim. And all the other kids that come over, too, they know how to swim. Even family members who don't know how to swim, little kids. I said, listen, if you can't swim, here's your life jacket. But you will be learning how to swim. You come into the Browns house, so You will be learning how to swim. Let
0: me ask you a question before we get out of here.
1: Is it by law that
0: you can't have over three and a half feet?
1: No. We have a that's deep not- end of eight. That's not. No, that's not true. We have eight and a half feet as our deep end. What they request you to have is a fence. A fence around the pool. Okay. I.
0: You know what? I always thought see, that's a home pool. I thought public pools like like uh community pools only could go to three and a half feet because they want you to be able to stand up. Because most oh, places oh, are oh, community
1: high pools high. Now, Okay, community pools I don't know. I don't know if Okay. If I'm not mistaken. I never went to Marcy Pool as a kid, believe it or not, or Betsy Head Pool. I never went, but from what I understand, I heard they had deep ends, but that was separate. No,
0: Marcy had deep end. Trust me. Okay,
1: right, but separate from what I understand from the regular one that you just could stand up in. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken.
0: You go yeah. from walking to Marcy like on your tiptoes till you got no ground underneath you. So I would think Marcy okay. Pool was a key footer, but they had. Um, Lifeguards. Now, 44 pool, I think that might have been a three foot pool, three and a half foot pool. Okay. And that's going way back. Talking about uh, 44 Parks pool. They don't even have that pool in there anymore.
1: Oh, okay. But,
0: Bo, I want you to go and enjoy your day, take care of your business, get your pool up and running. I'm sure the family's waiting for it. And I'm going to. Yeah, go yep, 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 yep get myself some lunch. I appreciate you calling in. It's always a I do appreciate it. Okay, brother. Next time. Okay, be easy. And people... Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you coming back. Don't forget, like, share, comment. Give us comments. Many comments. And what we're going to do is like
2: every time